Why we keep pretending? My brothers and sisters, God is calling us from this life to the next, and this is put into our hearts. He's given us this grace, this uh, little bit of time on earth. If you think of life on earth and how long we're really here compared to eternity, and I guess the question we need to ask is, is there an eternity? Is there life after death? And if there is, why do we keep pretending there's not? My brothers and sisters, I think a lot of times, you know, we're afraid. We're afraid to face what our heart's truly asking. So we look for this or we look for that or, you know, we, we cover up our deepest desires with, you know, more of a superficial life and we kind of stay in the level of maybe worldly success or health or, you know, uh, watching the latest movie or buying the latest products uh, um, or, or listening to music. You know, we, we run from that silence. We run from that solitude, that place where, see, silence is a means where we can come to a place of solitude. Silence is a means to the end. Solitude is that place where we encounter our own hearts, where we encounter ourselves. And we start asking real questions. We stop pretending. We start asking the deeper questions that are written into the very fiber of our being. And this is important. Why? Because the end we have in mind is how we're going to live our life. If my end in mind is success in the business world, then that's going to be how I'm going to make all my choices and all my time, all my talent, all my treasures going to be pumped into that end. And again, success is not a bad thing. Um, the business world is important and it can be a great way of serving and loving the Lord. But it's not the ultimate end. It's not going to get me to heaven. Jesus Christ. Amen. Jesus Christ. If you want to say that, Jesus Christ is awesome. Jesus Christ is our hope. He is our hope of salvation. Saving us from what? Saving us from what we can't do. You know, it would be like someone, you know, let's say, uh, I don't know, let's say you wanted to buy a car and that car cost, let's say that car cost uh, more money than you could ever have. Um, more money than anyone. Let's say this car is like the vehicle to heaven. And let's say all the peoples of the earth put all their monies together, all their treasures and wealth together, and it wasn't enough to buy that car. So it doesn't matter how hard and how long we work, we're not going to get that car. And let's say there's this one person that comes into the world that has the ability to buy that car and give it to us. And that's what Jesus has done. He's come into this world. You know, he's, he's come from heaven as the great king of the universe. He humbled himself. He lowered himself, becoming man, so that he could give to us the free gift of salvation. You know, remember grace. What is grace? It's God's gift to us. It's unmerited favor, meaning we can't merit it. It's God's favor on you and I. So one of the biggest tragedies would be to go through this life seeking the goals of this temporal world, this passing world, and, and achieving these goals and attaining these goals, and then coming to that moment on a deathbed where we 
actually are forced into a place to face our hearts and we start asking harder questions like, why am I here? Is there life after death? Why, why wait till we're sick and dying? Why wait? You know, what a tragedy. Because again, we could begin now to live heaven on earth. We could begin now to talk to the saints, the angels. We could begin now to invite the Blessed Mother into our lives. We could begin now to walk and live Jesus Christ. We can live in the kingdom now. You know, we pray in the Our Father, right? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So God wants communion with you now. He doesn't want you to wait. He doesn't want us to keep pretending. So again, we're not going to ask the harder questions that our hearts have written into them if we keep running from silence and solitude and prayer. And it's not that we don't have time to pray. It's not that we don't have time for silence. It's that we don't value it. And we don't value it because it's a crisis of faith. But if we go into our hearts and we start listening to our hearts, we're going to find that this world does not and cannot and will never ever satisfy the heart. St. Augustine, a great saint who, you know, Augustine's known for, you know, going, trying this, trying that, trying everything. And he came to a point in his life, you know, where he said, my soul is restless until it rests in thee, O God. In another quote from St. Augustine, he said, Oh, how late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient and ever new. Oh, late have I loved you, O beauty ever ancient, ever new. Meaning, God is ever ancient and he's ever new. He's the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, the first and the last. God is light. In Him there is no darkness. And He's inviting you and I right now out of the darkness of pretending. Out of the darkness of being fooled into thinking that this life and this world is our goal and our purpose. This is not the reason, my brothers and sisters, that we've been called into this world. We've been called to glorify God. So I want to invite you to take time in the near, near future, maybe right now, to just fall to your knees. You know, when you're by yourself and open your hands in front of you and say a prayer. You know, Jesus, I invite you to come. Jesus, I ask you to be my Lord and my Savior. Jesus, I ask you to come into my heart and my life and I accept what you've done for me and all my sins.